G'day, and welcome to this episode of Off The Jet Podcast, where we profile the careers and stories of the Jet alumni. My name's Eden Law, and this week we talk internships, but not just any internships. In 2016, Claire began trialing a new internship placement program for third-year CIRs and up, with participating Japanese companies for a duration of a week. This episode has been re-edited to include an additional interview, so I've edited together two separate interviews into a somewhat coherent whole. You'll be hearing now from a couple of CIRs who took part, and we'll be talking about their experiences. Just a heads up that we can't talk about some specifics about this internship program, as requested by Claire. Apologies about the audio and parts, as always, tech issues, particularly when one doesn't own the studio. Anyways, hope you enjoy. Talk soon. My name's Josh. I am working as a CAR in Kagoshima Prefecture in Japan, of course. Well, even though I say CIR, there's a lot of variation depending on you know what sort of environment you're placed in. So in my work, I mainly do things like uh, school visits and uh, event planning. Well, my name is Kate Morris. I work in Nagano Prefecture, Nagano City. I work as a CIR. I do a lot of translating, uh, some interpreting, a lot of SNS blog updates. Uh, English and, and English and Japanese. So how did you find out about the internship? Were you notified by Claire or through your board of education? Both, actually. Uh, I think I received the email from Claire, uh, from our prefectural government, and then I think I think it was forwarded to me from, from, uh, from the city. Probably about May or June, my department yeah, my workplace got an email from Claire. Information uh, in the email was basically that for Jets third year and up, uh, that they have an opportunity uh, to work at a private company for uh, five days uh, in either uh, August or uh, September. Uh, and you can choose either the Osaka area or Tokyo area. Uh, and so there was a, a selection process uh, for some of you know a written application followed up by a, a Skype interview. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the written application, you can uh, make uh, I guess certain appeals about uh, what sort of uh, company you would like to work at, sort of industry, sort of role, uh, and also uh, what do you think you know your main strengths are uh, and what your goals are. After okay. Gen. Information was also disseminated through private. Uh, emails and also through uh, AJET circles. It, it's more a personal thing than a, a uh, work thing. In order to participate in the internship, you do need uh, permission from your contracting organization. Definitely, you need to tell them mm-hmm. uh, where, where you're going, what you're going to be doing. Um, and you also, because it's not a paid internship, your contracting organization, no player will pay for it. So, uh, number one, you need to be taking um, the time to do the uh, internship out of uh, your annual leave. And, uh, and of course, you need uh, permission from your contracting organization to do that. So, yep. if you can't get a full week, it might be difficult. Uh, and also, you need to pay yourself for accommodation and transport. In terms of the selection process, I heard that it was quite quick. Uh, for example, maybe within a month? Uh, the, the turnaround the period, it was a, it was barely, within a fairly short period of time. I, I did feel that uh, we didn't get enough 
And I've noticed between uh, the notification of results of the internship you you be placed and where you be placed, uh, and the actual internship itself, right? Yeah. So there, there's a possibility that uh, flights uh, on those particular days that you're wanting to go and come uh, are booked out, as well as you know accommodation. So how did you find your accommodation? And you had to pay for a whole week, of course. That's correct. Yeah. At the time that I was notified that yes, you've gotten into the internship. Uh, I thought, you know, it would be best to book accommodation and flights at that stage so that I'm not left with, you know, like a week to go yeah. before, you know, I know where I'm working. What sort of industry were you generally looking to get work experience in? So I do a lot of translation work in my current job. Um, so actually I wanted to kind of see what that would be like. Uh, so I, one of the areas I was looking into was translation. Also through the work I do now in Nagano, uh, I do a lot of um, kind of tourism related, I've done a lot of tourism related work, uh, kind of like uh, travel and tourism industry. And also because I do, like I said, the SNS related kind of media updates, uh, that was another area. Uh, so for myself, uh, I put down uh, things like uh, consulting and product development. I think that those were the main two. Yeah. And I mentioned in uh, the application uh, that I was interested in working in uh, technology field. Mm -hmm. uh, and thankfully, uh, Claire, with their partners, uh, were able to uh, find a company that uh, fit my, uh, my preferences and what I mentioned in the written and spoken interviews. How, how did you find a company? Like the work environment? Um, so I, I can't uh, mention the company uh, by name, mm -hmm. but um, basically uh, what they are, they are a, a foreign subsidiary of a, a technology consulting company. I mean, it wasn't a particularly large workplace, yeah. but there were a lot of different nationalities uh, of people represented there. This place with a company that's obviously based in Japan, but uh, does have foreign involved in foreign markets. So we received uh, a schedule for the week mm -hmm. and um, duties and who we would, would be working with, along with kind of like the general day-by-day -day schedule. So yeah, so our duties as well as expectations that was also listed and given to us ahead of time. Basically, one of the main tasks uh, I worked on uh, during uh, my time on internship, um, there was a lot of translation work that I that I did, but also seeing uh, a lot of different aspects of the work that went on uh, in, in, the, in the company, um, including being able to see um, participate in a meeting. Uh, so that was a really gave a lot of good insight, I think, into the workings of the company. In my case, uh, I was introduced to uh, a lot of people within uh, the company, but as well as kind of given general advice, there was always somebody supervising and also mentoring um, our activities throughout, throughout every day. Um, so the schedule that I was given prior to the internship had, uh, it was actually quite structured. So things like, you know, in the morning you have a briefing from uh, your, your handler, I suppose. Um, and then, <laughs> your wrangler, yeah. yeah. The intern um, wrangler. The intern handler, intern trainer. Uh, and then move to things like um, market research, uh, and uh, report writing uh, and things like that. And at the end of the day, there'd be a time where uh, you could, you know, reflect back on the events of um, that day or you know the week so far with your handler. 
Uh, and for me, that actually didn't end up happening. In, in the actual internship itself, uh, I was surprised that um, they actually allowed me to uh, sit in uh, in meetings with, with mm. companies that uh, they with, were going around to. With their clients, uh, like client meetings and clients. things. Yeah, yeah with, with oh, that's their pretty clients. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a very mobile sort of work. So, you know, you're going out in the morning uh, to somewhere. Well, I was in Tokyo, so uh, they, they go somewhere elsewhere in Tokyo, uh, do a meeting with a client there. I'd be there taking notes um, then maybe go back to the office or go to a different client. Uh, and then upon returning to the office, I do things like um, writing up a summary of you know the discussion points uh, and so on. Uh, and then there was also uh, with projects that they had that uh, when they're more sort of like infantile sort of stages, mm-hmm. uh, they would ask me to do uh, some research on you know what's 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 the state of the market in this particular sector, or with regards to these particular products, um, okay. so that you know their their customers and clients can get some sort of idea. How did you do with the fact that, uh, say, in a meeting they mention a technical jargon mm-hmm. which you had never heard before? Mm-hmm. So how did you do with that? Because I'd imagine you'd still have to include it in your report, but then you had no right. idea what it is. Uh, it was just a matter of, um, you know, I didn't quite catch that, but, you know, just write it down and look it up when I get back to the workplace uh, and then, you know, put that into the report. So do you mean like you had to sort of write it phonetically if you didn't know what it was? Yeah. And then right. just write, okay. Uh, what sort of things were did they tell you about in your mentorship that you found useful? They talked about, uh, in general, what kind of know-how mm-hmm. uh, companies look for. How maybe, for instance, having just translating skills might not be enough to kind of get into a certain industry. They gave uh, advice on areas that you could focus in. That if, if say you wanted to go into a specific industry, uh, in that case, what else? What other skills could you add on that would kind of make you more marketable? Um, so one thing we talked about foreign trade, matters of foreign trade, uh, knowing about uh, international trade mm-hmm. um, and how there are certifications you can get well, in the field of international trade. Give me an example of a certification that uh, you would be looking at. Well, I am considering actually getting the that the trade certification. From what I can tell there are three levels that you can you can get. So you can start out with a basic level and then um, and advance from there. Would that be from a regulatory body or a university or some a special college, for example? So the test well, you can apply for courses um, from what I can tell so far from what I've looked up. Um, there are courses that you can take, mm-hmm. um, but in my case, you know, some of these would be in Tokyo um, or bigger, even bigger cities. But there are also classes offered online. Mm-hmm. Uh, in preparation for the test, now, the test is administered through. I it might be the JNTO, the maybe Detroit. How did you find that a whole experience? Look, I, I really enjoyed the fact that, you know, it's a very uh, progressive sort of work culture uh, and that, um, you know, they didn't really hold my hand. 
uh, and you know they actually gave me some sort of agency and, and, and the task that I was doing was actually so that I felt like I was contributing to the workplace. So oh, that's I, great. I think that that was very positive. And you know, just in terms of the, the content of the work and the culture, I think that um, it's a place that I would uh, consider working after I'm done with Jet. Yeah, I think it was an overall positive, very positive experience. Um, yes, for, for me personally, it was a very good experience. You know, having only only five days, so much you can do. Yeah, um, yeah. I, was, I felt like I was lucky enough to do a, a wide variety of things uh, during that time. Mm-hmm. Seems like there's an increasing number of jets who are looking to stay in Japan. With interesting, I think interesting future consequences. It's interesting with future impacts on on the Japanese workforce, and I guess like it or not, the Japan will see a kind of globalization and multiculturalization of their of their workforce, actually. So definitely, I think you, people such as yourselves, you're definitely living at a quite an interesting juncture of history. Yeah. So now that you've gone through and you've had a taste of both of both sides, how does how has it influenced your planning, uh, your future career planning? Um, well, I'll say that uh, it, it's nice to actually get a taste of what uh, the private sector is like um, mm-hmm. because you know. CIRs in, in particular and ALTs who work at the board, boards of education in their, in their particular cities or towns uh, would sort of, I guess, be familiar with um, the public service culture, you know, that um, they're real sticklers for the rules and everything needs to yeah. be um, approved yeah. and, and, and passed around so that everyone, you know, looks at it and knows uh, before anything can get done. Um, and in the private sector, at least at this company, was sort of like, you know, if something needs to be done, then just go ahead and do it, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, I think that that was something that um, I did enjoy uh, yep. and something that I did like. And so, like, in terms of uh, how that's going to affect, like, my, my job search uh, after JET, you know, I, I would aim to, I'm not, I'm not sure how this is true of uh, the private sector in Japan as compared to the uh, public sector and, you know, how much of it is due to this company being an international company. Mm-hmm. Um but I think, you know, that sort of work culture where, you know, you, you get done the work that needs to be done and you don't need to, you know, stick around just because your boss stays late yeah. to show them, oh, you know, I'm working hard, um, is, is something that I would aim for as far as is possible. I think it was a good, good to have the experience of reevaluating what I'm doing with my current job that I might want to keep doing in the future or what I found that I might want to do more of in the future and just kind of a look allowing me to look back uh, what I've done so far and then how I can apply my experiences to um, possibly new fields or new jobs in the future. Do you have any final thoughts, insights, maybe even advice uh, as someone who's coming into your final year? Um, I think that, uh, you know, it's can be easy on jet um, to just sort of get into the rhythm of work and then just sort of leave things as is without uh, the recognition that uh, this is going to end someday. Mm, um, exactly. Know, it could, be, could be two, three years, could be five years for some people. Yeah. Right? But you, know, you need to be doing some sort of degree of, of preparation for that. Um, and I think that the internship uh, was a, a good way to sort of uh, – Number one, get a window into uh, this new working culture of, of, the pub, of the private sector and also uh, 
build up some contacts and, and, and get your perhaps get your foot in the door and see if you know this is uh, what you perhaps might want to be doing. I think that's one of the things that was uh, at least for me. I think yeah. it was very helpful. Being a CIR, they have the um, is it the uh, mid-year conference that goes on yes. in uh, Chiba, Chiba yes, in, yes, yes. Uh, in December. Yes, uh, and uh, that some of the, the electives in that have been sort of helpful in thinking about you know what sort of um, qualifications might be might it be helpful to uh, acquire before uh, finishing JET and you know what sort of uh, courses and, and, and assistance is available from Claire in uh, A, professional development yep. uh, and B, actually finding opportunities um, to find somewhere to work. Yeah. Um, so you know being aware of things like the uh, Japanese courses that Claire offers which you know is of varying degrees of helpfulness to people. Also the interpretation and uh, translation courses Jet Leavers Conference and, and Careers Fair, uh, and also things like this, the um, internship, because you know they they are, are coming up with new in- initiatives uh, every year, uh, and you know like last year as well they had like a um, inter- internationalization uh, conference in in, in Kanazawa, mm-hmm. uh, where you know they, they they flew in a bunch of jets from across the country, uh, and got their inter- got their uh, opinions on. You know what to do about like regional uh, revival mm-hmm. and things like that. All these are the very uh, helpful opportunities that you need to you know, have have your feelers out for. There you have it. Keep your eyes open and be proactive is my takeaway. In case you didn't catch it, Josh experienced quite a relaxed work environment during his internship, one where the usual Japanese working etiquette didn't apply, like saying Osakini shitsureshimasu before leaving and staying until the boss leaves. Ironically, he was more Japanese than his Japanese co-workers. Paige and I had more discussions on possible certifications for translators, which I might go into more detail in a future episode. Well, hope you enjoyed that. As always, please get in touch if you have a suggested topic or if you want to be interviewed. Always looking forward to hearing from you all. Until next time, bye-bye.